From the Downing Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky, you're listening to Art Actuel. On August 17th, I sat down with Vivian Strauss and Matt Stevens, an artist couple living in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Vivian and Matt are our Artists of the Month for August and September of 2022. Here is our interview. All right, today is the 17th of August, 2022. Almost said 2023. <laughs> I'm getting way ahead. Uh, I'm sitting here with Vivian Strauss and Matt Stevens and uh, we're going to talk about their artwork. They are our visiting uh, featured artists for the month of August and September. So Vivian, Matt, how are you all? Good. Great, thank you. Good, thank good. You. All right, so we'll start with you, Vivian. Just tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background? I know we've featured you on our podcast before, but uh, give us an update. Um, I guess I've been working in the arts full-time since 2008. I work with um, oil painting, watercolors, collage, and embroidery. Nice. What about you, Matt? I've been a painter since 1995, and I do illustrate children's books, and I illustrate or do work for companies, also along with gallery stuff. Nice. What is your all's uh, educational background? Did you study art formally or no? High school. High school, okay. <laughs> I didn't, I, have, you, I didn't have any art training. You had philosophy, right? Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But uh, so how did you, I guess, um, how did you get into art? Like what, what, um, what started that drive for you, for each of you? I was uh, the art kid in school. Okay. So I took art from the time it was available until uh, I graduated. It's pretty much the only thing I was good at. So oh, okay. And where did you go to school? Boaz, Alabama. Alabama, interesting. Fun. What about you, Vivian? I don't have any art training. I got into it, I kind of dabbled in it just as a hobby mm -hmm. until Matt and I got married, and then he really pushed me to work at it, and sure. I, I would never have done it without him. Nice. Uh, I bet kind of living together helps with, with that. I'm really interested in kind of how artists who are, you know, living together or couples or, you know, how that dynamic sort of works. Like, do you all feel like you um, get inspired by each other? Or, I mean, even if it's just like Matt's doing something in this color, you know, do you work kind of in tandem or how, how do you all work, I guess? We try not to emulate each other, but we have share a lot of similar topics. So there sure. is some overlap. We both, of course, have animals in a lot of our work. Sure. What is your favorite animal to to draw or, or probably, I guess paint? For probably you? cats. Cats. <laughs> That's the go-to. Sure. If I don't know where to start on a day where I'm uh -huh. kind of like blank, can always draw cats. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What's your favorite subject? Probably no. cats too, cats. and dogs. I, I enjoy painting dogs because they're all so different. Sure. Yeah. Well, how fun. 
Um, so tell me about your piece, uh, the pieces that you all brought for uh, exhibit here. Well, I love painting octopuses or octopi, however you want to call it. I just look for an excuse to paint them. And then I don't even remember how this one came up sure. with the wine. But I had those wine bottles that I couldn't part with because the labels were too great. So I can't throw them away. Yeah. It's like they need to be in a piece of art. And they, that's how it came together. Cool. Very cool. What about you, Matt? Mine is uh, first or post-apocalyptic first period American house. I love like revolutionary stuff, revolutionary war history stuff. And okay. I love first period American homes from like the 1620s to 1720. Nice. So I kind of like that whole Connecticut vibe thing, you know? Sure. sure. <laughs> so I was trying to insert a post-apocalyptic view of what it might look like afterwards. Nice. Very cool. <laughs> and it's really, it's a, they're both really fun pieces. I, I, that's something I really enjoy about both of your all's work is um, there's a certain wit to it, I guess, that, you know, you don't see in, in a lot of a lot of people's work. So it, it's a lot of fun always to see what you all are creating and, and making. So tell me about some of the clients that you work with. I know you said you do a lot of illustrative, like children's books. What, mm -hmm. are, what are some books that you've, you've made? Uh, Mr. Flux, uh, Tigers and Tea with Toppy, um, The Foolish Fox, and I just did one on Mozart that comes out in October. Nice. Now, are these books that you also... Um, you no, just I'm not a writer. Okay. I just do the illustrations. Gotcha, okay. yeah. gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> So is there somebody that you work with to do the, the writing? Or different, pub kind of... or different publishers, if they think okay. I'm right for the project, they'll ask. So okay, I've worked with sure. Scholastic and Penguin, and um, the last one was with Penguin. Nice. And Kids Can Press in Canada and uh, Oxford University Press in England. Okay, cool. Very neat. And I know you've, you have some pretty well-known clients as well. Um, different people you've made collages for, magazines and, and such. What, what can you tell me about, about those kind of people? Um, well, I participate in an auction of, several times now that ha happens in Los Angeles. And they get a lot of um, stars that come to that to raise money for underprivileged kids in Los Angeles to nice. learn art. And I've gotten quite a few good clients through that, that okay. venue. Cool. What is that auction? It's called Art or Fresh Start. And they capitalize the ART part. Oh, that's okay. how it's kind of catchy. Yeah, <laughs> fresh art. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So, um, what 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 kind of inspirations do you have? Um, are there certain artists that you look to and study? Uh, both of you. European um, children's book art from. 1950 to 1970 and nice. then uh, I mean all kinds of stuff from my childhood in the 80s um, and 90s early 90s and I was a big horror and b-movie fan so okay. that stuff kind of makes its way in there sometimes sure so just everything do you mm -hmm. have a favorite artist or Oh, a number of them. <laughs> a number of them. Probably Francis Bacon is my okay. favorite artist, and then Basquiat, uh, sure. Ben Sean, um, too many children's illustrators to, to 
name, and then the, just lots of people. How is, um, how do you think doing like working on a project like Children's Illustrated or a children's book versus uh, working on like a gallery show? How does that differ for you? It's harder. Yeah, <laughs> much harder. <laughs> I so, didn't, I like I work with companies too, like Tiffany and Company and American Express and IBM and nice. like do illustrations for them for different things that mm -hmm. they want illustrations for. Those are easy because they're like usually just one-offs, but a children's book's 36 pages. Okay, sure. So you have to fill those 36 pages with something. And I guess they all have to kind of yeah. fit. I mean, it's a book. So I mean, I guess, it, it yeah. goes before committee and comes back and then goes before committee again and comes back. Sure. So it's never, it's, it doesn't end. Do you have to make a lot of like edits and, and do things? Well, just uh, sometimes, sometimes not. So it just depends on the who the art director is and okay. things like that. Sure. What about you? I know you've done some collage work for several magazines. What is that process like? Luckily, most of them, I would say 95% of those, they used images I already had, nice. which was super easy. Sure. There was just the one, I think the one time I had to come up with something new because they were on a deadline and they didn't have okay. something for a particular article. And it still ended up coming together pretty easily. And really was, excellent art director. That was the vegetable cruise. Okay, like yeah, that. that's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, I know I asked you before, but what what kind of advice would you give to some you know like a high school student that's becoming interested in art? Um, you know what what would you tell them if they say you know I want to be an illustrator like you or I want to do collage work? What what would you say to them? Get a job at FedEx or <laughs> <laughs> or UPS. <laughs> Anything but art. Yeah. Do you find that it's? I mean, is you know, without getting into specifics, is it is it harder to make a living as an artist than working a conventional job? I mean, not after you've done it for a long time. Sure. It it becomes just second nature how you handle the money and how you do things. Sure. Still tough. I mean. Yeah. And I'm, I never thought I would be uh, alive, much less painting at 48. That's how it, I don't know, it just sticks with you. My yeah. life has, I've never been in a house that I've lived in without art supplies everywhere. Sure. Which is kind of lame after a while, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you want to sit on a couch and watch a movie and all yeah. that stuff. Sure. No, I get that. No, as someone who moved out of their studio and tried to create a studio in a very small space, I can completely relate to that. <laughs> there's, there's paintings and art supplies in every room. I well, I work like. in the living room, so yeah. you can... <laughs> Is that your, where your studio is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you can never be satisfied. I think that's one of the things that's bothered me in my old age is that you have to keep up that, like, hunger for it and love for it. Sure. And that's hard to do as yeah. you get older. Well, that's something I wanted to ask too, is like, um, you know, you you get a, a bid for a project or whatever, you know, what, and you don't want to, you know, you just, because I know I get like artist block and stuff. Um, I mean, how do you work through those kind of issues when you know you have like deadlines to meet? You just do it and hope it turns out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wait till the last minute to do everything. I think it drives Viv crazy, but sure. I'll do a book in like two days. And oh, wow. Nice. It drives her crazy. 
Yeah. She's always working. She's a much better artist sure. than I am, like uh, actual I can't living artist. It's she called can't. compulsive creativity. It's sure. like I can't physically stop. Yeah. I, mean, I, I have would to think on, everything out. I would everything. work on three things at once if I, could, if I had six hands. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, Matt, you're a little more careful in your planning, whereas, I mean, I know you plan your work too, but... Um, Lately, the planning has been disastrous. Yeah. And I haven't been listening to my instincts when I should. Sure. And I've made like errors that took hours and hours to fix sure. lately. And I've got to go back to just really listening to my intuition. I, I get there too. So I, I understand that. I'm working on a, a piece right now that, you know, it's actually kind of a copy of something else I did that somebody wanted. And <clears throat> I just keep putting paint on it. And I'm like, that looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> When is this going to look like I want it to? So I do completely understand that. Um, Vivian, I know you like to go out and, and walk a lot and take pictures. Is that kind of part of your process and it is. inspiration? I don't think I get any ideas just sitting still in the house. I have to sure. be like in motion to come mm -hmm. up with th ideas. So I'm constantly trying to take notes either on my phone or on a notebook because okay. I get ideas when I'm out and about. Sure. And you just scribble them down? Yeah. Or, okay. Cool. And hopefully remember what it means later. That's what I've been trying to do, but <laughs> I find that my notebooks are usually like, you know, five pages of something I decided to write and then some random notes about what I need at Lowe's. And <laughs> <laughs> I do the same, write phone numbers and yeah, then you don't yeah, remember who like, they are. This is what a sketchbook looks like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just what, whatever you can fit in there, so. Uh, do you all have any other things that you'd like to talk about your artwork or things that we didn't hit on? I'd have to say with projects, I've been really lucky. The, the few times I've actually had to create something, I've had really good art directors and that mm -hmm. has made all the difference. Sure. Well, and I guess that's their job too, to, you but know, try to... Matt has worked some, with some that were really bad. Really? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Without naming names, would you like to give a, a, a terrible story? Like, like what what is the worst thing that a, an art director, I guess, could, could when they when think? they think a like a it's kind of a f fictional biography of somebody, and mm -hmm. they think it should be literal. Everything should be literal, and sure. that makes me. It's a children's book for one thing. Yeah, obviously, sure. it's not going to be. <laughs> But that's I never wanted to do children's books, so that probably has yeah. a lot to okay. do with my because I resist a lot and sure. I make things hard for them, so they in turn make things hard for me. Do you all ever find yourself saying no to a project? I mean, if it's something that you just don't think you could do, or or do you try to work with you know? I think I've canceled a few personal commissions. Okay, sure. because the person started having these. They started art directing it to death. They where they had done mock-ups, and that was they were expecting things that I don't have the physical talent to do. Sure, yeah. I mean, she wanted um, like a newspaper on the coffee table where you could read the article. Oh my gosh. It was. I was like, that's beyond my skill level. Yeah. Yeah, that something like I found with tattoo artists, especially you know when you're getting something tattooed on your body. You want it to look good, and I know that when I've gone to a tattoo artist and said, "This is, you know, this is what I want right here," 
it never turns out as good as when you say, draw me something, you know. Sure. Right. Um, I can see how that, you know, could, could really get <laughs> in the way of something. <laughs> they expect you to be able to do everything. And yeah. well, you're an artist. Or, I mean, yeah. <laughs> do something that's in their head. Sure. And yeah. I can only do what I, what I do. I can't do, you know, like somebody, people commission me to do people and things like that. And I can do people that just mm -hmm. look like weeble wobbles, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> Well, but that's your that's your style of sure. of artwork, you know. That's and I feel like people should, you know, at least kind of know what kind of art you create before they ask you to make something. And ninety nine percent of the time, they do, and then you get just occasional hard ones. Yeah, sure. Oh, I did think of one bad art director experience. Okay. She contacted me because she liked how I did cats, mm -hmm. and she wanted artist cats, like a Picasso cat, in a few, like in that style. Sure. And when I did them and sent them back, she responded with like these clip art things. That, and I was like, why did you contact me about my style and then send me clip art? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I should get the clip art a lot less expensive than an illustrator. Exactly, yeah. It was yeah, baffling to me. It's like, why? I don't understand. Well, yeah, why did you even contact me? That's interesting. So I know both of you all promote your your work a lot on social media. How does that work out? I mean, do you do you find that that helps you or? or uh, I think before when it was um, blogs and things like that before social media, uh -huh. it worked for artists a lot better because sure. you could advertise on those blogs and if they liked your work they would post it continuously and they had hundreds of thousands of people that would get their newsletter every day mm -hmm. so it was a lot better than sure. social now, media kind of gets well there's so much i mean it's like a loaded word almost even yeah. you know social media there's just you get on you know you want to get on and look at art you're going to look at 10 political posts and you know pictures of people's cats and sure. just, that's cool you know <laughs> so i get that. that that's interesting so so do you all still do blog kind of stuff i canceled no? i still have my blog but i have um... it's still up but i posted on there to follow me on instagram because oh, okay. sure. i just couldn't post in that many different places. It seems yeah. silly. Yeah, no, I understand that. I've had mine since 2004, my blog. Wow. So I can't, I can't bring myself to delete it. Well, there's no reason to delete it. Yeah. I think Flickr is like yeah. my new, I've, I've always been on Flickr, so that's like my new permanent place that's, where everything is. Sure. And that's a good place to refer. it's just photos, right? I mean. Well, it's got photos and my art, and there's no. Well, that's what. Well, I there's meant. no like, ads if, you're, sure. if you've got a pro account, it's which not, I love. There's not like drama and stuff. There's no it's, drama. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> other artists and photographers commenting. It's sure. not all this junk. And I don't think I've. I really have to delete a comment on Flickr, but nice. on Facebook, it's I have to delete them all the time. <laughs> yeah. People are just angry these days. I think with yeah. everything, so they. Take it out Take it out again, yeah. yeah. No, I, I can see that, I can see that. And that's probably one of the roughest parts of actually being a working artist is having to deal with uh, weird stuff sometimes. Reviews on books. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I mean, I didn't think about that because, like, you know, is your work available on, like, Amazon or, mm -hmm. okay, so yeah. I'm sure there's some fun. Well, Amazon's actually good. They're yeah. all really great reviews, but it's like Goodreads and things like that. Oh, they get okay. 
a little uh, snobby. Yeah, and that's, I feel like that's different for artists who just show in galleries because a lot of times it's, you know, nobody's going to come to a gallery and have <laughs> negative things to say <laughs> to the artist. I mean, oh, they do. They might, yeah. they might stab me. They might come in and stab me if they don't like to work. I mean, well, they, still, they still have negative things to say, that's it's, for sure. It is 2020, so. <laughs> well, there are a lot of Hey, I dated something 2011 the other oh, day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It still seems like it should be 2011. <laughs> it seems like uh, there are a lot more artists nowadays too than there were in the earlier 2000s. So I think sure. it's um, brought out a lot of people who are angry. <laughs> why, why do you think that is? I mean, do you think it's because of... I think I it's mean, the way though, I mean, just economic turns and then COVID mm -hmm. and especially the last two years, I'm sure, it, sure. people have to make a living. Yeah. So. You know, if they have some talent, they try, which yeah. is, that's absolutely great, you know. But it does bring out the anger in the, some people. The boogers. <laughs> yeah, I don't post on social media unless it's art or, I've been trying to post more just to be um, on top of it more because I sure. haven't in a long time. So trying to be more like Viv. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good that you all can kind of work together and, and help each other out in that regard. Well, we ask each other's opinion on our paintings and things like that, because uh, like I'll come in excited and go, look, this is the best thing I've ever done. And she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good that you all are honest with each other. I mean, you know, it's, it's good to have that kind of... Yeah, but it can, it can ruin your day. Well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's always telling me it's something's not finished yet. It's not finished. It's not finished. <laughs> I kind of do that too. Here's a draft. That's what I'll hand stuff to Brent. I would have been a much better critic than artist, I yeah. think. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you all for sitting down and chatting with me. I know it's sure. kind of a, a short chat, but uh, it's good to, to hear about what you all are working on. And um, everybody will get to see your pieces. And um, hopefully we'll have you back again before too long. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank all. you very much. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Art Actuel, hosted by Jack Lesseur at the Downing Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We hope you enjoyed this interview. You can see more of Matt and Vivian's work on their websites, vivianstrauss.com and mattstevens.net. Or you can see their work on Instagram at viv underscore strauss or matt underscore stevens. Stay tuned for interviews with local creatives from South Central Kentucky, and until next time, stay creative.